light some scented candles and we're on our way. Yeah, Ron, why don't you light scented candles anymore? I occasionally do. I have a uh, pumpkin spice scented Dunkin' Donuts candle over there. Surprises me oh, zero. The sultriest of all candles. <laughs> Hello and welcome to our friends, the anthology episode 22. I'm Ron. I'm David. And we have a very special guest with us today. Hi, I'm Sam. Nice to meet you. You are our first guest. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we've met. I was talking to the audience. I'm coming to your wedding. <laughs> it's cold. Uh, Sam's our first guest on our friends, the anthology. Wow. I did not know that. This is such an honor. And... For those of you who haven't listened to the show before, the way this works is Sam has chosen a show, in this case, The Clone Wars, to kind of tell us why we should spend more time with the show, why this show's worth our time. We'll see if he succeeds. It's not like a game show. You don't yeah. win anything if we end up wanting to watch more of it. Well, my sneaking suspicion is I'm going to have an easier time with Ron than I am with David. So we'll see how this all plays out. Why do you say that? Well, the series, if I'm being bluntly honest about it, it appeals to Star Wars fans, but if you're not a Star Wars fan, you're not going to get a whole lot of extra out of it. It's not one of those things where it's going to bring you over the edge. Maybe uh. It's going to take you over to the, the dark side or the light side, whichever <laughs> uh, whichever you prefer. Um, but It's not going to make me a if, Jedi. Yeah, if you are already a Star Wars fan, it's, it's well worth your time to dive into, is my opinion. Gotcha. I agree. David? Um, and this concludes our <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, I sort of more uh, serious <laughs> i'm digging i don't know if you know this david but sam has a star wars notebook yeah yeah i'm, I'm super matchy today i got my my kylo ren oh everything. and the t-shirt yeah i missed that part <laughs> and the underwear uh, you know i, mean, I, I had I, it in my hand I'm this guessing. morning and i thought maybe that's just a step too far i wanted to bring something up because i was just sort of doing some googling about the show last night mm -hmm. There's Star Wars Clone Wars, and there's Star Wars The Clone Wars, Yes, and they're two different shows. Two different shows. I want to know whose idea that was. <laughs> I was so confused. Wait, um, which one did I watch? The Clone Wars. Okay. The yeah. Or what, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You watched Star Wars The Clone Wars. We're, yeah. we're hoping. Yeah. Star Wars Clone Wars was 2D animation, and it was like two to three come on correct me if i'm wrong sam but there was like the first two seasons were like two to three minute episodes i actually haven't seen it so. okay it seems crazy it was by the samurai jack jenny tarkovsky or tartakovsky yeah oh I, I thought this was by that guy i don't i don't know maybe no but i'm i'm probably wrong it's very confusing i blame george oh okay <laughs> anyways I my just dad to, yeah i just wanted to mention that um, i'm glad you got that off your chest better now yeah you look better so our first episode is season three episode one clone cadets i have a question go ahead is this in the same uh universe as star wars <laughs> no this uh, yes yes this is this is all canon oh, um, okay i do have a serious question i thought the clones were used by the bad guys for the clone wars when does this take place i thought that i thought the clone wars happened after the original the prequels this the clone wars this series takes place in between the second and third of the new trilogy um so between attack of the clones and 
Revenge of the Sith. So before Order 66 is given, in which case... What's Order 66? Order 66 is the um, order that Darth Sidious gives to the clone troopers, so they execute all of the Jedi. So all of this happens before that. When the clone Wait, tro- please explain the Clone Wars now. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Darth Sidious? <laughs> okay, so a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, yeah. there was this guy... Darth Sidious, who masqueraded as a senator in the Galactic Senate. He was from the planet Naboo. Okay. He was... I know who you're talking yes. about. So the Clone Wars are the story of the Republic with their clone soldiers fighting off the Separatists and their droid army. And behind the curtain, Wait. Darth Sidious is playing both sides. He's controlling both armies. Was General Grievous a droid? General Grievous was in command of the droid army. Who was the droid that was also in command, or that was a general or something? Um, General Grievous is like part droid. Yeah, he was a living creature that sort of piece by piece replaced his own body with mechanics to make himself stronger and live longer. Kind of like me. (laughs) I have a long way. You're mostly Dunkin' Donut parts now. Okay, I think I understand now. Yeah, so I mean, this all this all takes place in the time before Sidious reveals himself to be the ultimate bad guy. So he's in command of both the Republic as the leader of the Senate and commanding the droid army in secret and pitting the two sides against each other. And so in short, the clone troopers are still good. And Jar Jar is in charge of Sidious or <laughs> He's a senator. Jar Jar's yeah. a senator? In in this, yeah. Who elected him? The good people of Naboo. The same people that also (laughs) elected Palpatine. So. Is Palpatine a good guy? No, Palpatine is Darth Sidious. Oh, okay. That's just his 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 real name. name. The one that looks like a wrinkled butt. What? Kind of looks like a butt. When he's all post-Force Lightning. All right. (laughs) This all brings us to (laughs) (laughs) Season 3, Episode 1 clone cadets that was a good that was a good introduction a good okay. refresher for people that might not be more familiar with, with the people like David. are the jedi what are the jedis <laughs> i don't know how to answer that um okay i hear the good we guys can, we can keep going let's start i guess that depends on your perspective about chlorians. <laughs> <laughs> you bite your tongue sir clone cadets so i'm gonna give a synopsis of this okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, somebody else, please. All right. Oh, I, I got a little something right now, so I can go. Uh, the Clone Cadets is uh, the first episode in season three, and it revolves around the training of five clone soldiers, heavy cut-up droid bait fives and Echo. They are members of Domino Squad, and they struggle to mesh together uh, during their trainings due to their dueling personalities. So the episode starts off with them in a battle simulator, and each one of them attempts to go about their objective in a different way and you know for obvious reasons that is ineffective and they fail the simulation and their trainer who is jedi master shakti gives them one more chance basically to to prove themselves and in the end they work out their differences and start using their differences as strengths rather than weaknesses and become one of the top squads in their batch. 
That's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I did want to say really quick that uh, I'd only seen like one or two episodes of this previously. And David, have you seen any? I've seen the whole series. <laughs> You're a big, big fan. Yeah. I'm a huge, I've written fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I I liked this episode. And I think it was a really good place to start. Yeah, I agree. It is a little hard when you have characters that are all clones of one another. I will put that out there. It's hard to keep them separate. But I like that they did kind of play into that with them having these strings of numbers as their names. Mm -hmm. And then as they sort of come into their own and find their own personalities, they get they give each other names. And I think that was a really cool moment. Well, and the reason I liked this episode and the reason I picked it was because in the movies, these clones are portrayed as just basically mindless soldiers that follow any direction and they have no personality and no individuality and they're they're all expendable because you can always just make more and they're all the same and this flies in the face of all of that and so no these these are people these are human creatures and they all are different they all look the same but they all have their own personalities and i thought that was really cool and i'm i actually have two questions now sorry the clones are clones of Somebody Fett? Django. Django, Django Fett, Fett. Father of Boba Fett. And son of Django Unchained? Exactly. Okay. It's part of the Tarantino verse. Uh, he's, he's, he's Australian, which is part of the reason why North Korea is so oh. pissed. It's this whole big thing. <laughs> oh, wow. And then, yeah, now that you say that, so these are all clones that aren't like, you know, blindly obedient. Why would they listen to Darth Sidious? Oh, why 60, would they follow Order 66? Order 66? Yeah. They're not blindly obedient, but they are fiercely loyal to the Republic. And, I mean, Palpatine is the leader of the Republic. So they're going to follow the Republic. And if the Republic says the Jedi are the bad guys, they've been leading you astray, then they're going to follow Palpatine rather than the Jedi. Because that's where their loyalties lie. I also think that theoretically, this series as a whole probably helps answer that question because of the fact it starts closer to episode two, right? Which is kind of the start of the clone army Mm -hmm. and where they're, where, and the Jedi originally are like the generals in the war. Yes. And then by the, by Revenge of the Sith, which is when they order execute 66. I didn't know that the Jedis used the clone army. I thought the bad guy, well... I think well, I made that clear already. I mean, but, think back to episode two on Geonosis when Yoda shows up. With I'd the, like to. I don't remember much. Um, well, hence the problems we're having. We can pause this and we'll just watch episode two. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> let's, a couple times, like once by itself, once with audio commentary. No. no. Watch the behind the scenes featurettes. <laughs> no. I think I, I think I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It seems weird that the good people and the Jedis would exploit something like this this is a really skeezy operation (laughs) they have clones you know they're forced they're forcibly enlisting them into this army to do this stuff they're cloning people with dna then they're stretching the dna so thin that they said like some people didn't work right yeah didn't come out right yeah the prime example in this episode is uh 99 99, yeah uh, sort of a deformed maintenance i i've clone the yeah this seems like not a good this doesn't seem very Jedi-esque. Uh, and, you're, and you're right about that. And I think that other episodes, even one on the list to a, a slight extent, um, kind of delve deep into the hypocrisy of the Jedi a lot. Mm. Uh, and 
we can, we can kind of get into that in later episodes. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a little underhanded. This army sort of just fell into their lap and they used it to their own gain. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it ultimately and leads to their downfall and yeah. the stormtroopers. Well, yeah, and it, it was the Republic's decision to ultimately use the the Senate's decision to ultimately use the uh, clone army, but the Jedi went along with it, you know. Without protest. Without protest. Are the stormtroopers Django Fett clones? Some. Yeah, the original stormtroopers, yes. After the Clone Wars is over, the leftover clones are rolled into what we would consider the stormtroopers. But as they die out and are killed, they stopped the cloning process and just started recruiting. And what's going to happen in the last Jedi movie? <laughs> Can you guys tell me? It might sound a little funny, but a lot of it revolves around 99. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to this. I don't know what I should say about this. It's a nice little episode. I didn't, I'm not crazy about it yet. Um, we'll see what the other episodes do, but it tells a complete story. I had the hardest time telling clones apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a I fair also criticism. didn't know who anybody was really. That made it hard. And I had a lot of these questions as I was watching it. <laughs> That's fair. I, I liked that it, as you said, it was a complete story. I liked that it had a moral. It's and a little on the simple side. They kind of mm-hmm. they kind of lay into this point like, you got to work together as a team. Nobody else is having problems too. Yeah. That makes it less realistic. Like everybody else is perfect. It's just these five, you know, uh, leftovers. And then when they finally figure it out, it's like, oh, we have we've solved the problem, but it's like everybody was telling you what the problem was this whole episode. If you had just listened. I guess I wish that the sort of final battle scene where they figured it all out and they're working like a well-oiled machine. I guess I wish that their sort of different approaches to combat had been a little bit better represented like in the actual yeah, fight. So that, yeah. Um, I see, yeah. I see what you're saying. Also, like I think at the end of them passing the mission, somebody goes... And now they're our best squad. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> they passed basic training, so. They passed basic training, the same test on the fourth try, and now they're your best squad. Sam, have you heard of the game Republic Commando? No. It's, uh, it came out in 2005 for Xbox and PC, and it took place around the same time period. Okay. And it was centered around a squad of clones. And uh, well, there's sort of like this special, special agent force. And each of them had special abilities. So one of them was a sniper. One of them was a demolitions expert. One of them was like sort of more of a heavy, heavy weapons guy. Mm-hmm. And you were, I think, the leader of the troop. And you could order them to take up different positions. Like you could order the sniper to, to snipe from a certain position. Right. And, and like if you ran up against a reinforced door, you'd like tell the demolitions guy. So I guess kind of that... I was a little bit spoiled by that because I guess I was yeah. picturing that they would like specialize in different weapons. Yeah, like like Heavy, who's got his big Gatling machine gun, would kind of like draw fire, you know, like do his thing while the others kind of like sneak around. Like, yeah, I mean, the implication is that, oh, we're we're all working together now because we've resolved our differences. But it, that wasn't really it didn't really play out on screen in the course of the battle, which is kind of implied. Yeah, that that was just that was my main thing is that I liked I liked the story. I started to figure out the characters i really liked 99's presence as mm-hmm. sort of this like interesting broken rundown uh an example david made of sort of like the darker side of this cloning initiative 
And uh, so, yeah, the one thing with that sort of like facial representation. But no, I liked the episode. I also don't understand. There's a moment where they fail the test and it's because they leave one of their guys gets injured and they leave him behind. Yeah. That's called combat. Like you have to do that. It's going to happen. You have to keep don't that doesn't make any sense. Am I wrong? Sorry. Well, well, in my marine training, I think the lesson was I like. Yeah, it's for kids. And like the lesson was like you can't abandon your brothers. And they it wasn't that they were leaving him behind to complete the objective. I mean, because that that is necessary in combat. But I mean, the lesson was you're only going to succeed as a team. And if you're so ready to abandon your brothers, you're never going to succeed in the field. Okay, fair enough. I also like that they put the quote like before the episode. Yeah, there's there's a quote like that before, like uh, they call it the moral. It helped. It helps for every episode. Yeah. Me being a stupid person yeah. it helps like, me this understand is what, what this what is going to be about. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> Buffy could have used some of this. I'm uh, I'm definitely curious to see more, and I I I really dig this sort of low budget 3d animation I, I'm always, oh that i don't i i, I wasn't going to mention it but oh god i cringe at it i am not a fan of the animation whatsoever i just i find it i find it interesting i don't i mean i'm not saying it's pixar level um no it, it doesn't have to be but i i don't have a i don't have a problem with it because of the, i mean it is very sparse they don't spend a lot in you know production and all that and the detail or they don't they don't do a lot towards that. They don't expend a lot of effort on that, probably because of budgetary reasons. What I don't like is the character designs where they're made to be kind of really real. I just, it's not something, so it, it looks like a, an animation program I would have had as a kid. Yeah. When I was, you know, it's, something I mean, that it's, I would have it's a stylistic with. choice. Yeah, I understand. I just, it, it, it drives me crazy. Well, I think this episode is also probably particularly sparse just because it's on Camino. Uh, which is like oh it was on camino mm. oh okay i like the animation now <laughs> <laughs> i mean that doesn't solve your problems about character design but it, production design wise i don't know might get more interesting it's always staggering to me that it's even possible like it, that it's even possible to have a computer animated show that's cheap enough that you can do this yeah because like computer animation is so time intensive and so expensive and i'm constantly i guess impressed by what can be done on a meager budget that's a that's a nice optimistic <laughs> i i suddenly feel really bad no no no. i mean do you remember veggie tales as a kid yeah but i never watched it okay i was always uh, interested by that like from an animation mm-hmm. perspective uh, just because i'd like dabbled in that stuff as a kid and to me this stuff is like not outside the realm of possibility of like yeah, an amateur could do it. I know it's not a good thing, but it's like it's interesting to me because you can sort of start to deconstruct how they did certain things, and you can see like shortcuts they took that are pretty smart. And I think this was a really good starting episode. Good pick, Sam. Yeah. Well, after you explained why the context of the show, and now that I know that this is supposed to be part of Star Wars, I yeah, didn't with, know that before. With all of your questions, yeah. I- <laughs> You must have had just like the rock bottomest opinion of this. Like, yeah, if you had all of these questions going, I was like, well, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. No, no, it still worked. But now I understand the utility of that. I mean, we've been doing this for a little while with different shows. And it sometimes it's hard 
I'm not saying this is a terrible episode. This is a nice, but this is a nice window in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to throw yeah, away episodes just to. It's definitely not one of the strongest episodes, but I thought it was a good introduction to ser- sort of like what the series is about because there exactly, are there yeah. are multiple story arcs that are clone centric and they revolve frequently around these same five guys. Oh wow! Um, so it was a good, I thought, introduction to the series. It was awesome. Cool. Well, join us next week. We'll talk about yeah. season four, episode ten, yeah. Carnage of Krell. Wait, was that right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm a savant. <laughs> I'm gonna start introducing you, savant David Garrow, <laughs> our very own savant. Every podcast needs one. Well, thanks for coming on, Sam. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. And uh, wait, let me say it. <laughs> He's not your friend. I know, that's why I should say it. It's invalid coming from Ron, because we're already buddies. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Sam. Thank you, David. Thank you for having me. Of course. Ron, do you have anything? Do you want to thank him, yeah. maybe? Thanks for coming, Sam. <laughs> yeah, that would be the point. <laughs> you bet, buddy. <laughs> uh, all right. See you next time, and have an amazing week.